Welcome to Promo Insiders, an ASM Media podcast covering the topics that matter most to the promotional products industry. I'm Executive Editor Sarah Lavendusky, and today I'm proud to be joined by Sean Rhodes, one of our two keynote speakers at ASI Show Orlando coming up in January. Sean is a TEDx speaker and sales consultant who has experience on battlefields around the world as a U.S. Marine, and he now helps salespeople grow their businesses. He has studied team dynamics in more than 24 countries, including some of the world's most dangerous places, and his work has appeared in Time, CNN, NBC, Forbes, The Wall Street Journal, and Inc., Clients include Deloitte, ConAgra, John Deere, and dozens of similar businesses. He's also a nationally syndicated columnist with the Business Journals, and he's also, also author of three books, Pivot Point, Turn on a Dime Without Sacrificing Results, Universal Export, A Guide for Overachievers in Working Less and Enjoying More, and his newest book, Bulletproof Selling, Systemizing Sales for the Battlefield of Business. So thank you, Sean, for joining us today. It's a pleasure. Oh, it's my pleasure, Sarah. Looking forward to the conversation. Thank you. So I wanted to ask you first how you got started in sales consulting and leadership and your experience with working with teams around the world. What has that looked like for you? What's been that journey for you? Yeah, it was uh, definitely a journey. So I realized uh, at a fairly young age, I was guessing my 30s, that I wanted to open my own business, but yet there was very little information out there about how to take everything that I was learning and make sure that it was used on every sales call. So I know that your listeners are business people themselves. They're out there listening to podcasts, they're reading books, they're taking great information that ASI gives them and figuring out, hey, how do I incorporate this into my business? And while there's a lot of information out there, the challenge that I and many entrepreneurs and small business owners run into is how do I make sure that I'm taking everything that I'm learning, maybe 80 points or 80 tactics per book or 15 per podcast, mm -hmm and using them on my next sales call in a consistent, predictable way. Hmm. The challenge that we find a lot of people run into is that I may use one or two things once or twice, get great results, and then weeks or months down the line, realize, what was I doing back in Q3 or Q4 of 2022 that got me such great results? So my work then became... How do I take what I learned as a U.S. Marine, where my job was to study best practices in combat teams across all branches of the U.S. military, and figure out how do I incorporate this to make sure that what I'm learning is used every single time? And we realized, Sarah, that these Marines, Navy SEALs, Green Berets, they definitely have a process and a system behind learning what's working and what's not on the battlefield because the stakes are very high. It's life or death for these men and women. So they want to make sure that as they're learning lessons, it's not just something they get lucky with the next time, but rather it's something that is incorporated on every mission from that point on. When I began doing that in my business, my results skyrocketed. People began paying attention saying, Sean, what are you doing differently in your industry? And come to find out, Sarah, what I learned on the battlefield can be used in sales across any industry, especially for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Great. So um, your keynote address for Orlando has an interesting title. It's called Bulletproof Selling, mm -hmm. Removing Hope from Your Sales Strategy. So how does removing hope from your sales strategy make it bulletproof? Oh, that's a great question. So you think about the last time that you know, any of your listeners, viewers might have seen a SWAT team enter a room. Uh, maybe it was on a TV show or maybe they were watching a movie. And if you think about the almost choreographed way that those men and women will go into a room with their rifles, with their weapons, so that they're not what we call flagging each other. They're not pointing the weapon at something that they, they don't intend to have it as a target. And the way that they almost move as a single unit, but without communication, without yelling at each other, here's what you need to do next, here's what you need to do next. They move as a 
singular unit. Now, I saw this happen in Fallujah and in Ramadi and on battlefields all over the world. And watching it happen, watching these men and women do the great work they were doing and then come out alive when no one thought they were going to, I realized, well, to a, a viewer just seeing this on TV or seeing this in person, these men and women almost seem bulletproof. Well, I dug into how they're able to get that done, how they're able to move as a singular unit without the need for communication in the traditional sense. And I realized they were bulletproof, not because they were superhuman, not because they had superpowers, not because they were wearing special body armor that wasn't available to most of the armed services. They were bulletproof, come to find out, sir, because of all of the times their predecessors hadn't been. Now, let's think about this way, of, you know, applying this into sales. So if I'm going into a sales meeting and I'm sitting down, it's a high stakes meeting. This deal could make or break my year as a business owner. Do I want to hope that I remember all of the great things that I've learned in all of the sales meetings I've been in in the past? Do I want to hope that I remember all the great tactics I picked up from those last few books I read or those last few podcasts that I listened to? And of course, the answer is no. So how do I become bulletproof then? Well, it's by taking the time to capture what's working and what's not out of my own sales meetings, which we'll definitely be sharing how to do at the ASI show. And how do I begin to incorporate all those great things that I want to try out, all those objection turnarounds, all those negotiation tactics, all the things that other people in my industry are saying works well, and all the things I'm picking up from all the resources I'm learning. Every single time that I can remove hope from how I sell, usually it happens through a system. And that's exactly what I saw those men and women do on battlefields around the world as they learn something to become bulletproof and more bulletproof as each mission then went on and on and on. You know, think about uh, taking a 19 or a 20 year old, the same millennials that so many of us find time, uh, you know, to complain about. It's, it's so hard to manage these folks is what we hear. They don't show up on time. They're on their phones all day. Well, these men and women are the ones going in there and performing at an incredibly high level. How do they do it? They're being taught systems. They're being taught process. It's not just throwing them, you know, at the deep end of the pool and saying, well, sink or swim. And if you manage to swim, maybe you can stay with the company. Right. The stakes are a little too high for that. And in the world of business, yeah, your, your life may not be on the line with this next deal, but the livelihood of your business may as well be. So the idea behind becoming bulletproof and how we sell is to begin paying attention to what's working and what's not, shoring up the gaps where we see a gap and where we find a strength not just hoping that we luck into remembering that next time because so many things are going on in a complex deal and a complex meeting. We've got to pay attention to body language, the needs of the people we're speaking to, hoping that we can, not necessarily hoping now, but guaranteeing now that we can serve them in a way that is above and beyond where our competitors are. Because providing more value, we usually find leads to a more pleasurable sales outcome for us and for them. So becoming bulletproof, that's what we're going to be talking about at the ASI show, specifically, how do we do that for your industry? So, yeah, that leads well to my next question, which is, you know, having a system, having a process, not just flying by the seat of your pants, right? And mm -hmm. and having, a you know, a, a strategy in place that's very structured. Why is that so important for our industry now when we're trying to regroup after COVID, you know, where you realize you can't just fly by the seat of your pants. Like you don't know what's coming at you next. You have to be prepared. Like, how is this timely for us as an industry as we as we continue to regroup after COVID with all its challenges. Let's think about what we learned through COVID. Uh, so many of us took the, the tact of let's just uh, weather this thing out and see what happens. So I'm going to stop outbound sales because it's it's an inconvenience to call on people that are also going through the same stressful yeah. time during a pandemic that I am. And the people that chose that path, they didn't see a lot of sales growth. Mm -hmm. 
but there were a group of people in every industry, and I know this is true for your industry as well. They said, I'm not going to try to take advantage of this situation, but I have value to offer. And there's still the need for what it is that I sell. There's still the need for my business. So it's incumbent upon me as a good business owner, as an ethical business owner, to at least make sure that people are aware of the new products and services that we have, or how we take existing products and services and make sure that they fit into this new world that we're living in. So there's that side of it, making sure that we still have a mindset that says, I have something valuable to offer. I have a mission here that didn't go away because of COVID. If anything, it was probably strengthened because of COVID. And now the new world that we're living in, where people are beginning to come back to in-person meetings, Obviously, we're getting together in person at the ASI show in Orlando, but a lot of our clients and our prospects are willing to meet in person again. How do we take what we learned through COVID, the unique challenges that these folks have, and make sure that we're serving them in a way that is modern, it's current, it's up to date, it's not 2018 or 2019's value proposition because we're living in a different world. How do we make sure we're adjusting that? So if we're falling back on hope, hoping that we remember everything we were doing right in 18 and 19, hoping that we figure out a way in the next conversation to make that applicable to today's day and age, to today's customer needs. Our competitors are not going to be relying on hope. They're going to be the ones going in there figuring out what are the specific things this person needs today. And if I'm not speaking to those needs, then I'm probably not going to do as well on that deal as I hoped I would. Now, we also have to consider, Sarah, a very important question. Systems, Sean, uh, doesn't this you know kind of force us all to march in lockstep? We're not in the military. We're not all doing that. I've, I've never been on a sales call that wasn't dynamic, never been in a conversation, even like the one you or I are having, where I could predict everything that was going to happen along the way. So one of the key elements of using systems as part of how we sell, and I'm going to be talking about at the ASI show, is really educating us to the idea that systems don't force us to march in lockstep, what they actually allow us to do. And I saw this on battlefields, and I've seen this across 20,000 sales calls. What they allow us to do is actually innovate more in the moment. Because if these men and women are going into uh, a door kicking you know, down a house and going into a dangerous situation, if they can't innovate in the moment, they may not walk back out of there. But it doesn't mean that systems don't have their place. If I walk into a sales call, and we'll be covering this at the ASI show, knowing here are the eight or nine things I need to learn as part of this call to make sure that I'm serving this prospect in the best way, gathering what I need to do to get a good proposal out in front of them. If I'm walking in with that eight or nine objectives, I can make sure that, hey, now that I have those things in front of me, I can back away a little bit, not need to be so rote about my system. I can actually pay attention to what's going on with that prospect, really listen to the challenges that they're having and figuring out how do the products and services that I can provide match up to that, knowing that I still have this checklist in front of me, but not hoping that I remember to hit every item along the way. Mm -hmm. So when we talk about systems, it really is about serving more. It's about providing more value. And it's about making sure that whether the deal is done today or not, that prospect leaves knowing that I'm more committed to their success than I am to making the sale. And that's what's going to get that next call back. That's what's going to get that deal in the future. Great. Well, thank you, Sean. I appreciate your time today. And we look forward to welcoming you to ASI Orlando in January. The show will be held from January 4th through 6th at the Orange County Convention Center. And podcast listeners can register to attend the show at ASIshow.com with the code podcast. Have a great day. And thank you, Sean, for being here.